Hey friend, welcome to Spill It with Rios. Whether it is morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world listening in, we are all about keeping it real. My name is Nerissa, and I'm so excited that you are here. I want to take you on this journey where we sit down and talk about tips on how to achieve your goals while living in the moment and taking those tools to strive forward. So without further ado, let's dive right into it. Oof. We are in May. Hello, everybody. Oh, we are trucking along. I hope you guys are doing great and amazing. I know at this time, um, I actually want to use this episode and my platform to particularly speak to a certain group of people. Um, I know it's graduation season, and that's a little oof, crazy. Um, I do have a middle school graduate, um, Leslie, is graduating eighth grade uh, in June, I think. I don't um, remember off the top of my head of when these graduations happen. I know college graduations tend to happen during this time in May. So for my college graduates, um, you will be hearing an episode. Um, this will be a part two. Your episode is actually next week. So if you want to hear this episode in regards to high school graduates going to college, um, definitely I would love to hear your input and what you guys think. Um, but College graduates, your episode is next week um, for that transition into ooh, adulthood. But this is particularly for my high school and my middle school, mainly my high school graduates, um, because transitioning from high school to college is crazy. It is a different transition. And we are in year 2023. So, of course, when I graduated in <clears throat> 2011, <laughs> it's different. So I wanted to use this time because I myself as a parent um, have a a high school graduate. Um, He is graduating in early June, I believe that I saw on my calendar. Um, But I want not only for if he listens to this, it's not only for him, but it's for anyone, any parent that has a high school graduate, any person that is a high school graduate that feels not only stuck but it's one of those words like that feeling right now you're one month until graduation um finals you could kind of care less you're in that senioritis mode now my senioritis mode happened for me when (laughs) I was doing our high school um our high school play during that season, for me in particular, it was a little unique, and I don't know if anyone can tr- relate to it, but we all transferred from high school to merge to a different high school, and we are the first graduating class from my high school. So that was a little different our senior year because um, we all had our group of friends already, but we were also meeting new people. So from my perspective, I was like, all right, this is like a little taste of um, when I go to college because I'm not going to know anybody. When I went to high school my freshman year, I moved from the city to the suburbs. And of course, everyone knew each other from their from their, their um, other grade schools and they all somehow merged. You know what I mean? So coming from the city to the suburbs, not knowing one single person 
And that was daunting. So let me know if you relate, if you transferred from a middle school that you knew nobody from your middle school was going to go attend to the high school leading you. Did you think that you weren't going to, you're going to tell your parents, I want to transfer because I know I did. I told my parents I wanted to transfer out. I did not know anybody. I was scared. I didn't think I was going to make any friends. And the other side of me was like, I don't need friends here. I have my friends in the city who I still love to, who I still keep in contact with to this day. Like, come on, I'm 30 already, guys. We're in the month of May, in May 2023, and we're, we still besties. I love them. Not trying to hate on them either, but like, I love the relationship I continue to have with them. But particularly my high school friends, these people, these people you are with for four years straight. I mean, obviously we're minors, we live with our parents, but when you're involved, when you're just even in class, if you're not involved in any extracurricular activities or sports, you're in class and you, when you're in group activities or you're with your teacher, you guys just somehow connect in such a way that is indescribable. I know I, for me, when I met some of my friends in high school, um, I either started the conversation or for me and my particular experience was through the drama club. Um, and then leading up to the senior year, I had met more friends at the drama club. I didn't really have any friends in sports. I had a few, but not many. And if they were in sports, they were in the drama club. So um, I was I was the type of person that tried to be friends with everybody. But at the same time, I was quiet. Um, not many people. A lot of people underestimated me, I think from my perspective and I can't really speak for everybody so this is just my perspective when I was in high school back uh, like 10 plus years ago <laughs> oh man but um what I do want to touch on today is the basic transition from high school to college because I know many of you guys are scared you can be excited I know a lot of you I know a I'll say majority. I want to. I want to predict, or at least think, that's that are listening. Majority of you seniors are ready to move out, move into the dorms, and live your adult life on your own because you're 18. Well, let me do a little reality check for you. 18 years old is just an age, and I'm not saying that because you probably heard it from your parents. You probably heard it from your teachers. I'm saying this from experience. Though I did not live in the dorm which I'm glad I did it. That's just me. I never lived on the dorm. I still was barely home because I studied a lot and I was on campus a lot. Um, I felt like when I was 18, I could I could have lived on my own. And I had the mentality saying like, oh, I should have moved out. I should have moved into dorms off campus housing. And I know I've told some of my college friends about that kind of stuff. I'm glad I did it. That's for next week's episode to talk about. But transitioning as a high school senior, when you have your set group of friends, you're thinking, all right, where did we all apply to? Where, what are we all majoring in? And my favorite one was, I remember when I was in high school was, how are we going to meet up? Because we're going to have so much free time, we thought. We're going to have so much free time. So I kind of wanted to share some tips from you guys from in regards to transiting from transitioning who excuse me from high school to college and uh, like tips and advice and of course 
feel free. You can be anonymous. You can, like I said, my son's a high school senior. So if he listens to this, hi, junior. <laughs> um, but like I said, anyone that's, I know it's a little different coming from a little, someone a little bit older like me, but trust me, I can remember my high school days still as if it was yesterday because it's very, um, very vivid in my eyes in that perspective to know and see what I've dealt with. So one thing I want to say and the takeaway for high school seniors going to college is time. I can't stress that. Um, A lot of newly freshmen, just graduated senior, you guys probably go on your senior trip or going to, you know, senior week. You guys still do that um enjoy of course you're allowed to have fun but at the same time prepare yourselves because those three months those three months of freedom you want to call it free three months of vacationing three months of this is it you guys will all feel it and it will hit differently what i will say is that once you hit your first year of college, I don't want to say time is of the essence, but watch your time. You obviously, your classes, you're going to know what your workload's like. If you're working part-time, you're going to know what you are capable, what hours you are capable of doing. Because for me, and this is just me, balancing work and balancing school was so important to me. And not just because I want, for me, I didn't want to make money. It was the experience of getting work, doing work. Because for me, as an 18-year-old in college, as a freshman, I thought right away, I need experience. By the time I graduate college, I'm going to need experience. So as a high schooler, you want to set like some sort of like general schedule, I will say on how to manage your time and find a system that works for you. But even if it means you want to meet up with friends for lunch, let it work for you. If it doesn't benefit, if it benefits you more, do it for yourself. Okay. If you want to put like a workout session in and you want to beat the freshman 15 from what you've been hearing or whatever you hear lately, do it for you. If you lose some sort of structure, if you lose some social outings i'll say if you lose social outings basically just to make sure your time is managed honestly it's worth it guys trust me on that i had to learn the hard way with so many of the social outings because i can now say that i found time management a time management system during that transition that worked for me a big thing that i was thankful for luckily and not many people, not many students get lucky with it. Is getting the syllabus ahead of time. Um, I was a person that I did reach out to the teacher and be like, "Hey, can I get the syllabus?" Because that helps build your time management. So, building your time management skills in high school, especially your senior year, will save you a lot of stress and help you more effectively navigate. The greater workload in college because some people will think oh i'm not going to get much no take the time in high school 
Take the time right now, the rest of your senior year, this month. Enjoy, have fun, but also use some of the, any free time, any chunk of free time that you have to figure out when you're most productive during the day, as well as the best ways to hold yourself accountable when it comes to completing work in a timely manner. Everybody's different. You can use a Google calendar. You can use a physical planner. You can put it on your phone. You can have alarms for yourself. Whatever works for you on how to manage your time and how to manage your social outings or work schedule, let it work for you. That's advice number one and tip number one I got for you guys. Tip number two is something that was never really stressed enough for me or talked about, I should say. And that's developing some sort of developing like a mechanism and strategies for stress and to keep up with your passions. Guys, stress will get to you. Stress is always there. Okay. I'm not trying to scare you, but developing healthy strategies before college to manage stress will not only make your transition to college smoother, but it will also make your college experience more enjoyable. Trust me, whether you're living on campus or you're commuting or you're going to community college or you're going to tech school, your high school years is literally the perfect time to lay that foundation for your stress management. Find hobbies and passions that generally make you happy. So I will say, if you like making content on TikTok, that's we're in that frame, we're in that phase right now. Do it. It makes you happy. It's your passion. There's always time. Like I go back to tip number one. There's always time that can be made for that. It can be difficult to prioritize your mental health in college when balancing social and academic responsibilities, which you know that can lead for you students to stop doing your passions and your hobbies. However. It's only when you stop for a while that you truly realize how much your hobbies and your passions helped you in high school. Think about that. Think about the things that you enjoy the most now in your week and commit to continuing those activities. What are you passionate about right now, my friends? Make time for your old passions as as well as develop new ones. This will help make college feel more manageable and it will make it more fun. Trust me, for me, I didn't make time to play piano and that was my hobby. I let peer pressure and time get in the way from me. I didn't manage my time well. So this is me telling you also in the whole, I don't want you to go what I went through. (laughs) Do what you're passionate about. If it's starting a business or something small, starting a podcast, working part-time, if that's what you enjoy doing at the moment, just to build experience, do it for you. You know what I mean? Do it for you. Number three. This may sound a little more adult, adulty, but like, let me explain, okay? Use resources provided to you. I'm going to explain that again. There are countless resources, countless things that can help that are offered to students in college. 
like from tutoring services to counseling to career advising, there there are endless opportunities to enhance your college experience. I didn't, I took advantage a little bit of those resources when offered to me in high school, but both those were optional and and required. So if you have a, not even a, I won't say like a student teacher relationship with your guidance counselor, your teachers, but if you have that professional, that student teacher relationship, it will go a long way. Trust me. Like I still remember building relationships with um, my my high school teachers that I don't see anymore. I wish I do because they changed my life and my transition from high school to college. I wish I could have seen how helpful the like counseling, tutoring, and the guidance counselors were so helpful. I would have been more inclined to use them in college as well, which eventually I did. But again, that's for next week. I had to wait until I heard about how helpful they were from friends and classmates when I was in college. So high school peeps, use all the resources you can get. It's there to help you. They're there to help you. Particularly high schoolers, high school freshmen now, high school college students, sorry. Shoot. (laughs) Do not forget to include your professors. Look, it's going to be daunting to tr- as an 18, 19 year old going into college and be like, hey, can I have the syllabus? Hey, like just saying hi, how are you? Because professors see different faces throughout their year, throughout their career. A lot of them are tenure guys. Like, so if sometimes they forget your name. Do not be offended by that because <laughs> they deal with so much. But remember, no one understands the course contact better content better than they do. Also, professors for my high school or high school seniors, just to give you this heads up, a little tidbit. Professors can offer input on different opportunities on campus that align with your interests, your possible career paths, the best studying techniques. Because remember, this is their course. I'm not trying to say be buddy-buddy with your teacher. Sometimes it ends up happening. But build that relationship with your professor your freshman year because it will help you. Okay? Forming relationships with your teachers in high school will not only provide you with a connection to home, no matter how far away college may take you, but it will also make you feel more comfortable interacting with college professors. While... Professors would love to get to know each of their students. Like I said, the larger class sizes can make that difficult. Taking the time to introduce yourself and go to office hours will go a long way. So if you have a good relationship with any high school teachers, I'm not trying to force you to do that now, but I'm just saying build that relationship because they're there to help you. Your high school teachers are there to help you just like when you go to college. They're there to help you towards your success. And lastly, well, one of my last ones, be willing to ask questions. Advocate for yourself. You're the one getting that degree. You're the one that wants to go for that job. Advocate for yourself. Be sure to ask questions. Okay? 
you will inevitably find yourself with a million questions throughout your time in college once you hit there. Whether it be the clarification of a concept in class, directions to a building, or advice in navigating the social scene. Be sure to ask. This doesn't just apply to your professors or advisors, but for upperclassmen as well when you hit college. Seniors, juniors, and even when you run into sophomores, they have been, they have all been in your shoes. I can give great advice on feeling homesick or adjusting to the dorm lifestyle if you happen to live in the dorms, joining clubs, frats, sororities, and all that stuff, and more sports. I'm always eager to share the advice when I was an upperclassman. I loved hearing questions from freshmen when I was in college. I asked questions when I was a freshman in college. I asked questions when I was a high schooler going to, I think it was admitted admitted college day, I think it was. I asked questions. I was remembered too, because I went to a few. Asking questions is not always easy and definitely comes more naturally to some than others. I was before... <laughs> I was never the one to ask questions in high school or willingly speak up in class. <laughs> Trust me, that was not me. I would only speak up when it's like the conversation was getting good and I feel like, you know what, let me just rip the band-aid off. But since I wasn't willing to speak up in class, it made it more difficult to do so in college. My fear of saying something wrong or asking a stupid question held me back during my first year. I expressed concerns during a meeting with my professor towards the end of my freshman year one time. While I can't remember what exactly was said, it was something along the lines of, how are you supposed to learn if you don't ask questions? Guys, advocate for yourself. Everyone's here to learn. That's the point, okay? It can be daunting to raise your hand in a college class. You will feel that. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. You will feel scared. It's okay. Getting in the habit of asking questions and participating in class discussions during high school does help the transition, does help the transition. Self-advocacy is a skill that you'll find that has the most benefits well beyond the classroom. So, you know, so it's easy to overlook how our high school habits, both good and bad, will persist into college. But even so, that doesn't mean we should. Taking the time before college to self-reflect on our own habits and work towards improving our weak spots will give us a smoother and more manageable transition to college life. Understand, understand what systems you have in place that already work and where you have room to grow. There's always room for growth, guys. I've said this. If you heard of my past episode, there's always room for growth. Of course, there is going to be a learning curve. There always is, especially in the first year of college. But you're in your last month of high school. Well, maybe if you're graduating at the end of May. I don't know. But with these tips, these, you, the students, have the potential to have a pretty incredible and successful college experience. And I didn't write this. Um, bullet point down but I wanted to emphasize on this last tip be yourself 
Be yourself. Don't lose who you are. Yeah. It's going to be a challenging and rough couple of weeks with finals. And um, maybe some of you guys are still doing some college stuff to like prep. Prep. Maybe you guys are trying to figure out your work schedule from high school because you had you had a set if you were working especially since you were a freshman in high school a set schedule um it will be a little challenging especially when you have all the free time in the summer and all of a sudden boom college hits um just be yourself friend don't change who you are do not change physically who you are you are beautiful for all my girls. You are handsome for all my guys out there. Be yourself. Do not change because society is trying to tell you to change. Do not change because your friend group is doing something that you're not doing. Do something that is for you. All right? Be yourself. I love you guys. And enjoy the rest of your day. I hope this resonated with you guys and yeah, love you guys. Thank you so much for listening in. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a friend or share the episode on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for getting the message out. I'm humbled and grateful to be on this journey with you. So until next time, I'll talk to you again soon.